Hey, it's Hillary. Our charity of the month for January, in honor of Martin Luther King Day, is the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a nonprofit legal advocacy organization based in Montgomery, Alabama. They specialize in civil rights and public interest litigation and are well known for their cases against white supremacists and other hate groups. For the month of January, a portion of the proceeds from our Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee subscriptions and gifts will be donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center. For more information, go to slpcenter.org and thegardentarts.com. Wishing you a happy and safe January. Bye. YouTube's Pop has turned 25, and the Garden Tarts are celebrating all year long. So tune in each week, because Jenny and Hillary have found the keys to the time machine. They're heading back to 1997 to find all that nostalgia and the sugar dropping, bubble popping, rock and roll. You want to start this time? Sure. Hi, everyone. This is Hillary. Hey, and this is Jenny. How's it going, Jenny? Oh, it's going. (laughs) Busy day for you. Yeah, it's a crazy day, but this is the highlight of it. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. We've got some news. What were you going to say? No, you just go ahead. What you were saying? Oh, I was going to say you two news, but I felt like you were saying something better. Oh, no, we have, um, we just have three quick things to discuss today. It's going to be a a shorter episode than most, like last week. Mm -hmm. Um, But to start off, um, there is a big push for Oscar nominations. And Bono really wants that Oscar. (laughs) Do you blame him? (laughs) No, I know. He did an interview and he said they've come in second place twice. Twice. (laughs) Is, you know, (laughs) I'm sure they did come in second. I mean, (laughs) who knows? I mean, they don't tell us those numbers, but he's probably not wrong. (laughs) Um, The deadline, hold on. It does say final nominations are due to be announced early February. Yeah, February 8th. Okay. Um, That's when the final nominees are announced, yeah? Yep, February 8th. And the Oscars are actually on March 27th. Okay. So we'll have to have like a, well, if they get nominated. They didn't get nominated for Golden Globe. Yeah. So I'm a little iffy about that whole thing, but they're definitely um, they're definitely oh, campaigning for themselves for your consideration. Yeah, they are hardcore. I would say they're hardcore in the running. And I mean, there's been lots of like it, there's a new like ad campaign, right? Interviews. I know um, the director of the film. Garth Jennings, I think his name, he's been doing interviews about it, like. Yeah. So, fingers crossed, it would be great if they yeah. won an Oscar. The soundtrack comes out on vinyl this Friday. 
So then uh, Bono would just need the <laughs> Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> he tried the Holland too. May the odds be ever in his favor. <laughs> an ego. He just got an ego. <laughs> we already know who has that. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. <laughs> oh, good work, Jenny. Good work. This ep's going to be titled Starting a Landslide in His Ego. His ego. <laughs> I'm going to mark that down. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put in parentheses T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That that interview was uh, really cute. Um, it was. I'll just say real quick. It was the awards chatter podcast put on by Hollywood Reporter. It was a whole hour with Bono and Edge. They covered everything it was, ever. It was very U2 101. But from kind of a fresh perspective, like at the end, Bono thanked the interviewer for asking some of the questions in kind of different ways that they've gotten before because it they got a little deeper about stuff or a little yeah. different directions. So I know someone on Twitter was like, it's amazing how they make me feel 14 again. Right. Totally. Like, hearing the story for the first time. Like yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. But it was great. It was very late. I don't want to say laid back, but it was. It wasn't. It was laid back. Yeah. It wasn't the typical. It's the same sentence every interview kind of thing. It was. It's good. Yeah. It's I mean, Bono did have a lot of regular sound bites but I, I say we say this all the time though that those interviews aren't intended to be heard by someone who listens to all of their interviews <laughs> right um and with so, edge and it it tends to be tamer with edge there because they all you know at some one point they like mock fun got in a mock fight <laughs> yeah it was way more. Connor said he needed someone to bring him whiskey, and we were like, "But if you were on the garden tarts, you would already have your whiskey and cake." And then um, he said at the end that he knew what the interviewer he did research and he knew what the interviewer had for breakfast. And you commented on Twitter, right? That but someone else Twitter, posted it. Someone said, "I wonder what." What kind of background? Right. What the, what he has on us. researchers will get and on the garden said, charts. Yeah. And <laughs> you're like, well, he has a file. There's a hard <laughs> file. It's manila. It's probably many manila envelopes, and it's in a metal file cabinet from the late 1990s. Yeah. And it just, that yeah. it's just too much to scan into a computer, so. <laughs> yeah. But he said that when it's he like this bit. Uh, you talking you two to me. He said the same thing to them. I know what you had for breakfast. I mean, that's really smart and respectful to you know the people that you're that are interviewing you. Yeah. I guess you got to. It is. But it was really good interview. If you if you have t- an hour to spare, um, check it out. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess if you go to hollywoodreporter.com, it's on there for sure. Yeah. So our second piece of business today is that all four of the U2s released a list of the songs that saved their lives. And it's a really, really interesting list. It is interesting. And it's, you know, Bono's weren't really a surprise because he'd already, but he had to go from 60 to 10. So. Right, right. The only one that surprised me on Bono's list is the Chris Christopherson song, which Mm -hmm. is a really good song. Yeah. Um, And I was telling Jenny and uh, my brother, Will, if you don't know about Chris Christopherson, you should read up about him he is the most amazing guy he has he was a Rhodes scholar he served in the army oh my he, god i mean he everything you could ever imagine he has done that Crazy. i mean he's just an amazing a Rhodes scholar i mean he went to oxford that's crazy like, i'm gonna have to look him up some more yeah yeah, he's just he's really impressive guy. Um none of none of Bono's other songs surprised me. I just I feel like if you wrote the song you can't put it on your list. <laughs> so I find objection to both Bono and The Edge on their list. Yeah. But and I've of course found excuses for both of them. <laughs> I get it, but I just feel like it's a technicality. Right. I just feel like Sinead's delivery of You Made Me the Thief of Your Heart, that's something that Bono never could have done. Right, right. um, The performance of it. Yeah, I get that. I just, I like my... Edge and Bono have um, one that crosses over. They both have Life on Mars by David. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's interesting. Yeah. I have a crossover. So we, Hillary and I, and Garter and Amanda all made a list. We'll post them soon. Um, I have one crossover with Bono, which I admit I did not notice it was on his list. Yeah, you do. I see. Yeah. Um, But I do come by it very honestly, so... Not concerned. So Edge has one on his list, which <laughs> Hillary was like, nope. No, shut me down. down. But again, I feel like we have to give Edge some grace with that time of his life. Yeah. And his list is really good, though. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm looking at it again. And um, I love that. I love the um, new radicals, the... <laughs> they are friggin' smitten with that song. It's so interesting. Both of them. And it's it's like I think we've mentioned it before, but it's like an inside joke with my brother Will that that song scared him. One time he <laughs> thought he heard someone like at his door and it was the song, or at his window and it was just <laughs> a sound in the song. Um, oh my! Yeah, I think actually I identify with I don't know I identify with with both Edge and Adam Larry's list is interesting it's very very 
interesting. It's, it's kind of all over the place. It, it's all over the place. It's very diverse. Um, the uh, Ballroom Blitz doesn't surprise me because I had never heard of that song until an early 80s um, interview, I think, with Dave Fanny. And oh, they yeah. got they got to play DJ, and that was one of huh. their songs. And I don't think I knew it before. Huh. Um, I, I heard about that song. Yeah. It's a great song. The list is 10 songs that saved my life. So my list, I couldn't really come up with songs that saved my life. So mine's more along the lines of changed my life. And the songs on my list are by no means my favorite songs. Right. They're just, you know, songs that some it they affected me in that time in my life or they represent a really big memory or something. And I suspect that uh Larry having Britney Spears baby one more time is uh is a memory, like a good memory associated yeah. with it. I don't I suspect it wasn't like life altering. Like he heard that song and his life went in a different direction. <laughs> The musicality or the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely a moment in time. And I feel like, I mean, I and I do feel like, you know, the songs saved my life. I feel like if you take that really literally, that's like, gosh, you need a lot of saving, y'all. But, mm-hmm. um, but I do think it's like the things that keep you going, the moments that help, helped you overcome things, the happy moments that you'll never forget. Like, there's a pretty broad... I mean, like, Bono had that new Radical song on his 60 list, and the whole thing was because of a memory with his right. kids. You know, like, it's not... But they do, they talked about the new Radicals in that in that um, interview, mm-hmm. the award chatter interview. They both did, I think... I think it was... I've heard Bono say this, too, but I heard... Ed, I think it was Edge this time that said that he was jealous of that song, that he hadn't written it. And how, what an amazing writer the the lyricist is. And like, it's not like they, they are new Radicals fans, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, so, yeah, on, so I make a, I make a playlist every month just for me. Mm-hmm. And, this month I put the Magnificent Seven on my oh, playlist, yeah. so I was kind of really excited to see that Adam had that on his list. Yeah, he's got two Bob Marley and the Whalers. He and who else? Who else has the Righteous Brothers? Oh, is it just Adam? I think it's just Adam. But um, I was surprised that I saw Adam and Edge have the clash, but I was surprised that. That Bono doesn't. But he has some much more recent stuff. Yeah. For sure. But it's fun to see. Do you want to quickly talk about your list for a second? I can, yeah. Let me get it out. Since you just sent it to me all pretty. And am I going to recite them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the 10 cent. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the 10 songs that saved my life. With no real explanation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Heart of Rock and Roll, Huey Lewis and the News. 
Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley version. Why should I cry for you? Sting. Who's going to ride your wild horses? The U2s. We had a rule. One U2 song. Angel by Gavin Friday. Honey Don't Think by Grantley Buffalo. Music, Madonna. Truth Hurts, Lizzo. Bittersweet Symphony, The Verve. That's the overlap with Bono's. And Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Mine, and again, not my favorite songs, but just songs that that represent a really strong memory or point in my life. Um, Satellite by Dave Matthews Band, Miss You by The Rolling Stones, Abracadabra by Steve Miller Band, Superman by Five for Fighting, Stan by R.E.M., Bad by U2. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai, Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen, and Pop Music by M. Oh, pop music. Shoopy-dooby-doo-wop. <laughs> Bop-bop-doo-wop. Well, yeah, like, Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses is nowhere near my favorite U2 song. No, no, not at all. But, I mean, I really like it. Yeah. I really like it, but it's not, that's not why I chose it. For sure. So, and we'll post Amanda's, too. We'll post yeah. all those. And then I th- I think you had something from the pop file uh, for this app. Oh, I do. So yeah. um, thank you. Those are our pop I just our pop related fun facts. They're from the pop file. Yeah. From the pop files. So this week in pop news, pop history in 1998. On January 27th was the opening show for the fourth leg, 1998, the fourth leg of Pop Mart in Brazil. And it was their first show in Brazil, first show in Brazil, first show of the fourth leg, the fourth and last leg of wow. Pop Mart. So wow. January 27th, 1998. Very cool. Yep. I love that. I love when they play country for the first time. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, sweet. Goodness. I guess that's all we ought for this week. Yep. I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess until next time. Boom cha. <laughs> Boom cha. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey there, friends, fans, and listeners. Jenny here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big YouTube fan. And if you're a pretty big YouTube fan, you probably know about Bono's work in Africa through the organizations Red and One. Now, more than ever, it is imperative we give them our support as they are not only fighting the AIDS pandemic, but also the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can help. Go to red.org and one.org to find out how you can be involved.